3: Good evening and welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. Dynamite in a dress. As usual on this Monday and every day from 6 to 7 p.m. I am busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. And if you want to join in busting through all this and more, the number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in on the show. Follow me on Twitter and like my fan page as well. And when you tweet, make sure you use the hashtag RayCoverUp. Okay, because that's what I'm hashtagging all about because I am absolutely continue to be outraged over what's going on. We're going to cover the two big stories of the day and more here on the show. Um, You know, there's other things actually happening Uh, later on in the show. We're going to ask you whether or not you think Pointy Stormy should be teaching your kids because Porny just might be coming to a toddler near you. We're going to talk about that. I mean, you're, you're not even going to believe that story. We've also got another equally shocking story that has to do with veterans. yeah. Uh, nobody's really talking about that. No, all the outrage is going on involving the borders. And, oh, my gosh, we're separating children at the border. You know, it's manufactured outrage. The outrage about this story and what's going on at the border is just as manufactured as children in cages. Because, as we all know, those pictures that went out that when this whole thing started a couple of weeks ago, all this manufactured outrage, were photos that were taken at a time when, yeah, Obama-lama ding-dong was in office. It's a completely manufactured story. We're going to talk about it because we're going to separate facts from truth. And joining me to discuss that a little bit later is Jen Kearns from The Hill. Always a great uh, gal to have on the show. And that's they, they want us to focus on that story. That's today's hype. They want us to focus on that. Children supposedly being separated for their families to manufacture outrage because they don't want Americans to be appropriately outraged uh, over what has gone on. With the FBI and the DOJ. And everything that they accuse President Trump and his campaign on, and everybody involved with the President Trump has been proven by the IG report. And that even didn't even tell the entire story. But that has been proven to have been done by everybody on the left. Everything from interference with an with an election, a presidential election, colluding with foreign governments, lying, hiding evidence, crimes, corruption. All of it. And the hearings today, of course, which were, you know, the report just came out at the end of the week. Seconds, within seconds of the report landing, Comey's got an op-ed coming out. Ray comes to the microphones, and we got a a hearing scheduled today. All completely orchestrated by the deep state. It was a theatrical production, better than anything that you would see on Broadway. We got a little story about Broadway coming up a little bit later as well. But it was typical theater. You had the deep state duo of Horowitz and Ray Oh, doing their best, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson concerned face, you know, looking purposely concerned, feigning actual ability and desire to, quote, get to the bottom of it and to hold people accountable. While conservatives on the panel gave their, you know, best blistering rebukes. Oh, we always hear that. Oh, scathing, blistering rebukes, feigning an ability to actually do anything for oversight because the very people that were sitting there, this dynamic duo, were two of the people right now. That have been withholding information from the American people and from Congress and stopping them from their ability to do oversight. So it's all complete theater. A while back I talked about the fact that this is bigger than Trump. This is this is about a a transfer of power from the executive branch, which means from the people, to the Department of Justice and to the highest law enforcement agency in the land and the DOJ, because they can't be touched. They're investigating themselves. And if they find – and if any crimes are found out, who's supposed to be the ones to hold anybody accountable? The people that just investigated themselves. What do we do about this? I tell you what I think needs to happen at this point because, oh, you know, Ray is sitting there talking about accountability. Yeah, accountability just like Hillary Clinton said during the Benghazi hearings. Oh, I'm holding – no, one person was fired. Nobody was fired from the IRS. Eric Holder was found in contempt of Congress. What happened to Eric Holder? No, he's been running around in California trying to help with the open border situation. Trying to file lawsuits against President Trump and the Trump administration. For doing what? Trying to protect the, this law and our nation? Yeah, we're going to assure accountability, Ray says. It's ridiculous. Come back to me accountability to me means people are fired they suffer consequences there are consequences for their actions if crimes were committed that means they they get indicted that's what accountability means if they're if they've done a crappy job they get fired even if no crimes were committed there's absolutely no excuse for why anybody involved in this and it's not just i I think it was um it might have been orrin hatch who said to to ray for his when he came to the microphone last week trying to reduce this, trying to minimize this as though it's just a few people in the agency. But this, uh, no. This is the highest law enforcement officials in the land, and they were corrupt, literally trying to interfere with the presidential election. Talk of, Hillary Clinton was right in the debate when she said the greatest threat that we face in this nation are those that will not accept a free and fair outcome of an election, and that's exactly what we have here. And, and as Abraham Lincoln said, it will not be external forces that will destroy this country. It would be our own internal column. And that is what's going on today. Ray comes to the microphone last week like that little lady in that poltergeist. Did you see the movie Poltergeist? Yes, the little lady. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to introduce my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want carrot sticks? Get him out of here. Yeah, like the little lady. It was very creepy.
4: This house
3: is clean. That was Christopher Ray. At the microphone. Do I sound like her? <laughs> <It's>
1: scary. <laughs> this like, house is spot clean. on.
3: Yeah. As she puffed out her chest and adjusted her glasses, like all proud of herself that she had she had ousted all the d. De- she had exercised the demons. Spirits come out. And you know what? She hadn't exercised no demons, and neither had Ray. They're all there. Grassley's first question, in which he busted the fact that this IT dude. Who was allowed to bleach bit and not preserve, knowing that the devices, knowing the emails were under subpoena and were under court order to be preserved, was allowed to bleach bit that. They laughed about how he had lied. And that dude was given immunity. He wasn't mullered. No. Nobody was. That very first question by... The the entire hearing should have shut down right then. And Jeff Sessions, instead of being AWOL receiving some dopey award from some sheriff's organization... Should have come out and started issuing indictments. That's what should have happened. No, but it didn't. Oh, and then I'm supposed to feel better that Horowitz said that Comey was going to be investigated, you know, for his leaks. He's going to write a report. (laughs) Horowitz is going to come out with another report. That reminded me of one of my favorite scenes in uh, A Few Good Men. Kiefer Sutherland uh, was the uh, actor who played the character when he says, I have many recruits. I am write many reports when he was all like aggravated when he was put on the stand that he was having to account like, for what he did. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not interested in any more reports from Horowitz. Okay. I'm interested in actual accountability. That entire charade today, the IG report, Ray's response, were all mind-numbingly insulting to anybody that's been paying attention. Anybody that cares about what really happens to this country. This is absolutely chilling. And i got to say at this point that that it this is now the Trump administration. Everybody knows what's going on, even uh, with the links that the IG went to try to hide. Because, you know, some of this stuff, we still don't even have an unredacted. I, the IG... Puts this draft report out and allows the people that he's been investigated to edit it. So we still don't even have all the facts. But we know enough at this point to know that Hillary Clinton and everybody involved committed crimes. And they were not properly investigated. They were given political preferences. And, you know, I don't want to hear that there was no connection. There's people on death row. For murder with less circumstantial evidence than the evidence proving the political bias bias affected the outcome and everything that they did. You have to see one of those texts and go that colored Every decision that they made going forth had to have been on the basis of helping Hillary Clinton, period. At this point, this is now on Trump. And I'm curious if you guys agree with me, 888-344-1170. But at this point, it's on Trump. This is his administration. Christopher Wray is his nominee. Jeff Sessions is his nominee. Uh, The crimes were committed. A cover-up ensued. Heads need to roll, and there needs to be accountability. And the person that needs to make that happen is President Trump. Otherwise, I fear that the permanent stain that nothing's going to be done. When he was elected, it was in part. Do you guys remember? In the debate, when he turned to Hillary Clinton and said, if I were president, you would be in jail hashtag people chanting lock her up was not meaningless to the voters he must fulfill that promise and he's got to know whether or not sessions and ray are actually going to fulfill that promise and hold people criminally accountable for their actions he's called on ray he said you know i don't understand why Strzok's not been fired ray is his appointee it's i'm calling on president trump to take over we're going to take a break we'll come back we're going to shift gears. My girl Jen Kearns is going to be here. We're going to talk a little bit about this manufactured crisis going on uh, with the border. More Andrea K Show coming up.
5: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. Your next night out won't be half price either.
4: Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush.
5: And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at AM 1170theanswer.com. But hurry before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half off tuition hotline at 844 800 5757. 844 800 5757. That's 844 800 5757.
8: Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today.
7: Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGDirect.com.
8: Do you have a
2: family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-930-2646. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-930-2646. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-930-2646. 1-800-930-2646. AM 1170,
5: The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show, 888 344 1170, if you would like to be a part of the show. Uh, thank you all who are watching and listening on Facebook Live and for your comments. I uh, look forward to uh, always uh, try to find a little time throughout the show to read back a couple of those comments. Uh, joining me now to talk about the. Um, The hype story of the day, in my opinion, the manufactured crisis in order to divert our attention from the real story of the day, which is how the highest law enforcement agency in the land has been weaponized against Americans in order to um, overturn the will of the people, subvert the will of the people, subversion – um, but, uh, the left wants us uh, to be obsessing over something that's been going on at the border now for years. And in doing so, everybody's kind of complied. Everybody's chimed in on it. So why not have my gal Jen Kearns from the Hill chime in on it? Hey, Jen, welcome back to the show. Hello, Jen. All right. Don't know where my girl Jen is. All right. Welcome back to the show, Jen. Great to be with you. Oh, hey, there you are, girl. Okay, so I'm not sure if you... <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm not sure if you heard what I was just saying about uh, all this. I did. Yeah, I mean, it's so manufactured. It's as manufactured as the pictures in the cages. I mean, that happened, but it happened four years ago, not under Trump. Um, but, uh, you know, even worse is we've got everybody piling on that, about this, oh, this hysteria over separation of families. And it's like, let's can we separate some facts? here uh from
4: the hype. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh you talk about people piling on. We even had former First Lady Laura Bush uh chiming in on this, saying, you know, as a doting mother and grandmother, uh that she couldn't sit idly by and let this happen. Well, I have respect of course for Laura Bush as our former First Lady, uh but there's just one problem with her op-ed in the Washington Post yesterday. That is, uh, in my opinion, the former librarian should have checked out a history book first uh, before she chose to chime in because it was her own husband, President George W. Bush, who signed into law in 2008 a comprehensive immigration reform package that included the very policy that she is critiquing today and attacking President Trump for. Um, Look, it, it was President George W. Bush who, in conjunction with some later federal litigation, Uh, actually came up with this prohibition in the detention centers of putting families together as one unit while they await their fate at the border. Uh, And as you said, here here everyone's critiquing the Trump administration. Everyone's critiquing the United States of America for for not basically opening daycare centers and diaper changing centers at the border. Everybody wants our, our Border Patrol agents to become master diaper changers. Well, since when were we responsible for becoming the world daycare center? I mean, it wasn't that long ago that people were saying that the United States of America should stop being everyone's policeman, should stop being the everyone's force in the world to take care of everyone. Well, it, that's certainly not what the world is saying today. Uh, the world is expecting us to take in families upon families upon families, including some MS-13 gang members who are claiming to be quote-unquote children. And I say enough is enough.
3: Yeah, enough is enough. And coincidentally, guess who said enough is enough back in 2014 when this was happening under the Obama-Lama ding-dong administration? A pop quiz. (laughs) There's not going to be any prize, so don't bother to be asking for one. But who said this? We've got to send a clear message that just because your child gets across the border, that doesn't mean your child gets to stay. We don't want to send a message that our that is contrary to our laws and encourages them to make this dangerous dangerous journey. Who said that?
4: Gee, would that be Barack Obama?
3: <laughs> oh, no, it, nobody'd be his buddy gal, Hill, Hillary Clinton, uh, when she was secretary of state and, you know, but, and she had a really good point because who is responsible for putting these children in jeopardy, the parents and only the parents. And they came up and not only that, Jen, but nobody else is talking about the fact that all these families that came here supposedly seeking asylum were brought up from from South and, and Central America by organizations that knew exactly what the laws were. They were coached. These families were told that they would be separated because many of these parents that are coming here, and that's the ones that are actually parents of the children. We had our DHS come out today and talk about how, what, 80% of them are lying and they're not the parents, so they've got to separate the parents. The, the um, uh, uh, people calling themselves the parents from the children because they're not their kids. But we've got parents coming here, some of which had been deported before, which means they're now felons. They're going to be prosecuted for being felons. And then on top of it, when you seek asylum, that takes more than 20 days. So it's, it's all of that that forces them to be separated. And that's on the parents because they knew it coming here, didn't they, Jen?
4: Yeah, they sure did. And and you talk about compassionate conservatism, you know, uh, the thing that George Bush always prided himself on. Well, in my view, there's nothing more compassionate than what President Trump actually did, which was to send a message. He, he said not too long ago, parents, do not bring your children to the border of the United States of America. You will not get through. And in and, and and the border crossing is not a place for children It is full of sex traffickers. It is full of MS-13 members trying to recruit children and teenagers to become members so they can slip through the cracks. Uh, Nothing, in my view, is more compassionate than what President Trump did, which was to to tell parents to stay away from the southern U.S. border. And look, the rhetoric just keeps ratcheting up. If you you look at what the former First Lady, Laura Bush, said today, I I found it completely outrageous. Well, Uh, She said that yeah, she said, that, uh, she said that, the, that what's happening at the southern border of the U.S. is similar to what happened in the Japanese-American internment camps. Wow. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. This is not only outrageous, it, it's one of apples to oranges. If you look at the internment camps of the 1940s, they were, of course, perpetrated against actual citizens of the United States who were rounded up from their private homes, arrested, thrown into these concentration camps. If you contrast that against the border crisis today, which pertains to actors who aren't even citizens of this country and therefore have no legal claim right. to be on American soil in the first place, I mean the fact that a former first lady of the United States could be comparing this situation to the internment camps of the 1940s yeah. means people have officially lost their minds. She
3: has, yeah, and you know what? That really makes me. So- So incredibly angry. How dare she do this? Did that woman ever write an op-ed piece calling out Obama for the separation of families and children from families when he brought refugees here and that blew up uh, uh, how many marathoners and separated families and destroyed families in Boston? Let's talk about the families that were separated from terrorist attacks from San Bernardino and the Pulse nightclub. She didn't speak out about any of those policies that destroyed families and destroyed lives. No, nor has she ever written an op-ed. She's reportedly pro-choice Has she ever written an op-ed? You know, about she doesn't seem to care about the fact that uh, babies are separated from their life and then to have their parts separated so they can be sold on the open market. She has never done anything to convince me, the supposed librarian, that she's got a copy of Swan's Way on her nightstand. She doesn't she it seems a little light in the loafers and needs to zip it as far as I'm concerned, because I don't give a crap what she thinks is compassionate or heartless, because she has never spoken out about any atrocities that have been done during the last eight years by the Obama administration. And there is nothing compassionate about bringing people people here that don't have the education, the ability to speak the language or do anything to be able to support themselves. There's no compassion in that. If they had compassion, they'd tell them, you know what, stay in TJ where you can get a job and support yourself and speak the language. Sorry.
4: Yeah, you're right. Amen to that. And look, she's sounding more and more like a Democrat. You look at people like General Michael Hayden, who also suggested over the weekend that the border crisis looks like the Jewish Holocaust mm. and compared to the Trump administration to Nazis in 1940s Germany. Now, never mind, Andrea, that the perpetrators of both of these references, both of these instances, were left-wing leaders. You look at the Japanese internment camp, that was instigated by President Franklin D. Roosevelt, one of the biggest Democrats on this planet, and Adolf Hitler, respectively. Um, Boy, how could people, uh, former leaders of this country, and looking at Michael Hayden, how could they compare what's going on at the border to the millions of people who were gassed and ultimately murdered at the hands of a dictator, how they could compare president Trump to that is this, disgusting. I can't even believe these people served our country.
3: I can't either, and it's despicable. Shame on her. Shame on Hayden. Shame on any of them. And they and they know in their gut that they are using these children as pawns, as a battering ram on this country. There is no compassion in open borders. There's no compassion in destroying the United States of America because we have been the world's police force. We have been the world's humanitarian efforts. And if you destroy us economically, somebody sent me. Um, Uh, a a report that was done on the impact financially, just legal immigrants themselves cost us $33 billion per year net. And that is after taxes. And that's the legal immigrants that are coming here into this country. And also, did you know, uh, we're supposed to be, you know, the the DACA, I refuse to use the word dreamers. They're supposed to be the best of America, right? According to Pelosi, who is here today, stinking up our borders in San Diego. 60,000, 60,000 of these DACA recipients with arrest records, have been allowed to stay in this country. Ten of those were accused murderers. Where's the compassion for the American citizens in this country who are victimized by these people? Well,
4: and the tide's turning. You mentioned California. There was a recent, I think it was PPIC poll, that showed how independent voters are even starting to think on the sanctuary state law. They're starting to sour on the fact that they do have these criminals moving in next door. And two thirds, Andrea, of independent voters in the state of California do not approve of what Nancy Pelosi and Jerry Brown and all of those folks are starting to do to that state and have been doing to that state for a while. And and you you ask anybody, ask the father of Jamel Hill, who got uh, killed in front of his house by an illegal immigrant, ask some of these parents in in New York, uh, in Long Island, who's teenage girls got killed by MS-13 gang members as an initiation ritual. These people are sick and tired of it. And, and here's talking about compassionate. Here's the interesting thing that the, the minority cities talk about racism, the minority cities and the sanctuary cities are the cities that these gang members move into first to victimize. So you want to talk about racism and protecting people who are minorities Then then you ought to say that the sanctuary city policy is the most racist policy yet because those communities are the communities that get attacked first by these gang members. Those kids are the ones that get killed first. Those kids are the ones who get run over by the drunk drivers who don't have driver's licenses, Mm -hmm. who are on DUIs, who are here from out of the country. Those communities are the ones to get hit first. So I say that is a racist policy.
3: Yeah, it is. Well, you know what? I don't know if Nancy Pelosi went today to visit the family whose four-year-old, I think it was, uh, was left severely brain damaged and injured uh, by an illegal who was in this country and been deported 15 times. Laura Bush, where is your compassion for that baby and that child? Do you have an article coming out on this doll so people can read it? Or what are you writing up this week? Yep,
4: I do. It'll be at the Hill tomorrow. I I say if lifelong politicians like the Bushes were serious about solving this problem and really solving it, instead of bashing Trump, they would instead encourage their Democrat friends to support common sense legislation, which, by the way, is already in the U.S. Senate. And guess how many Democrat votes it has? Zero. Ah, and that'll be up at the Hill tomorrow.
3: Of course. All right. Well, thank you for being here, Jen. I appreciate it.
4: Hey, thanks so much, Annie. All right.
3: Now, before we go to break up, uh, I've got somebody who's been waiting patiently on the phone from Iowa. Is it Jerry? Hi. Welcome to the Andre K. Show. Sherry, welcome to the Andre K. Show. Hi. Hi there. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind?
4: Now, I just read what you had said, and I agree wholeheartedly that it's impossible to get anything done with all the crooks in D.C. Yeah,
3: it is. And, you know, it's it's discouraging, and it's disheartening. And it's time for President Trump. Uh, I think he's had a lot of people whispering in his ear that he needs to sit back because he is the subject of of a criminal investigation and let it play itself out. But at some point, the swamp will not drain itself. And at this point, he is the head of this country, and it is his administration. And the people in charge right now are people that his administration nominated. And if they're not going to do the job, then he needs – I understand You know, Larry Elder was on the show, who I have so much respect for – Last week, who said no? Don't fire Sessions because then Rosenstein's going to get in. Well, why is Rosenstein still got a job? Rosenstein signed he should, his. He name. have a job, right? Exactly. It should not be. We got to keep Sessions who's doing nothing to keep Rosenstein, somebody who signed his name for illegal spying to get the gig. Rosenstein should have already been uh, escorted out. Well, I, I'm, I'm so I'm starting to call, and I hope everybody else starts putting pressure on and saying, you know what, as much as I support Trump, I think it's time for him. To, heads need to roll. That's the only way that the American people are going to start feeling confident again in our government.
4: I know, and I don't understand why they keep saying that he can't.
3: Um, you know, I, I don't know why. I think it's because I think that there's too many people concerned about the political outcome versus um, – what's right and there's time and what we need in this country and i think one of the reasons why president trump they went to an outsider the voters did because it's time to do what's right versus what's political we have become a a a government that is run by people that are only doing what's right for them politically not what's right for the american people and i started saying when this a few months ago that even that trump needs to do what's right for the american people regardless of what's going to happen to him and without you know Without becoming a regular politician, just doing what's right for him and his reelection, And what's right for the American people is that Jeff Sessions unrecuse himself or he gets replaced, Rosenstein gets fired, and he also gets rid of Ray. That, to me, is the right thing for the American people. I got to leave it there, Sherry. Thank you so much for calling. And and, uh, everybody on Facebook right now is saying they would love for you to join them there on Facebook and keep the conversation rolling. Um, before we go to break, I do want to read a couple of comments here. Kristen says, it takes time. All will be well. Have faith. Mm, well, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm into biting. I'm not into barking. I want to see some action. There's, ev- there's enough evidence. As Sidney Powell says, when it comes to prosecution as a former federal prosecutor, she says, as soon as you see evidence of a crime, you indict, you don't have to wait three or four years to see how much more you can pile on. There's, there's no reason for delay anymore. There's no reason. There's just absolutely no reason. Um, Duane says, thanks to Barry Obama's $20 trillion debt, America can't afford to be the world's welfare check anymore. Charity begins at home. Absolutely. In fact, we got a story about that a little bit later, so stay tuned. It involves our veterans. Where is the compassion for our veterans? I love hearing from you guys. 888 344 1170. Stay tuned. We got more coming up.
2: You're a successful sales pro, you're making good money, so what's missing? Well, we may have the answer. Salem Media is the largest Christian and conservative media company in America. And right now, our award-winning digital, mobile, and broadcast sales marketing team has a rare opportunity for the right person. We're looking for a digital and broadcast sales consultant, an experienced, uncompromising self-starter who understands selling and advertising strategies for digital and broadcast. You'll work with existing clients and develop new business with retailers and ad agencies. The position requires computer literacy, Excellent verbal and written communication, a winning attitude, and a desire to achieve a high level of success in a fun and upbeat environment for a company voted as one of the best and brightest to work for in the past three years. If this sounds like the right career move for you, log on to SalemMediaGroup.com. Click on Careers, then choose the San Diego location. SalemMediaGroup.com, Career San Diego. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer.
1: Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you were looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Stike of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market?
0: So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, pay off high-interest credit cards. We had one person save 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a
1: month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money?
0: Yes, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was
1: us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855 600 7633 Purpose Funding, 855 7633
0: Gary number 01864104, MLS number 273299.
1: Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-965-5269. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-965-5269. That's 1-800-965-5269. 1-800-965-5269.
2: The setting is serene. Lunch at AR Valentine. The signature restaurant at the Lodge at Tory Pines is an oasis in a busy day and the ideal setting for a productive business or relaxing social lunch. 7 days a week alfresco seating, complimentary valet and panoramic views of the world-famous Tory Pines golf course. For reservations, log on to lodgetorypines.com. AR Valentine at Tory Pines for lunch that relaxes and inspires. lodgetorypines.com.
0: AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
5: You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170, if you would like to be a part of the show and chime in. Um, you know, before the break, I was talking to Jen Kearns about this immigration story separating fact and uh, from the hype and the hyperbole. And you know what? I heard a great story, uh, a suggestion today. You know, because, you know, there's everybody's got uh, great ideas for how to solve it. Not really. The leftist basically wants open borders. Um, but Rick Santorum today, actually, uh, he, he busted out on on a panel on quite the lefty commie network. An idea. Play This and This clip. is
6: what I would say to all of you. You want America to be open. Fine. I would argue give your addresses out and tell the people who come to this country You can come to my house. You can stay here and you can uh, can come to my house and you can stay here as long as you want. I'll pay for your education.
3: No, it's not a false false equivalent. See, the left loves to spend everybody else's money. They love to come up with ideas that don't involve them. At least they don't think. And that's exactly what Europe did with their open borders. They brought in all these uh, migrants from all these Islamic countries that were infested with terrorism, brought them all in under this, oh, so they could pat themselves on the back, multiculturalism, we're so great, we're so loving, we're so compassionate, but we're going to shove them out to the outlying areas and hope that we never have to bump up into them and look at them and have them affect our lives anyway, and now Europe is gone, okay? No, if these, if these liberals, see, they're not the ones, it's like Jim was talking about, they're not the ones whose uh, who's kids end up murdered or, or end up, you know, like the, the boy here in Chula Vista with his, with his head, you know, smashed, They're counting that it's not going to have to affect them in any way. They love to push for policies. It's only going to increase their power. They're never going to have to suffer under the weight of it. Joining me now to talk about this and more is my buddy Bob Walters, who um, has dedicated – this is a man, he's like Trump. He could coast through life instead. He's, you know, a successful businessman. Instead, he's trying to, you know, help save the, the country as well as the education system. And his book is Facing Reality and American Education. Before I go to you for the latest college uh, crazy stories, we got two to talk about tonight. Um, I referenced, um, a study with Jen Kearns on my immigration uh, segment that you sent to me from CCN. Their net cost of legal immigration is $330 billion a year. This is just for the people here legally, not illegally. This is destroying us economically, Bob, isn't it?
9: It really is. Yeah, it's just more than this country can carry indefinitely. And of course, the numbers get bigger.
3: Yeah. And and, and in this article that you sent, and I, I, this is connected with Ann Coulter. Is this Ann Coulter's group, Carrying Capacity Network?
9: Well, they're related to her. And she... Uh, uh, I think she authorized a report and a study that was done, and uh, she's trying to just get the word out for it. And I got a copy of it, which I think was very effective.
3: Yeah, it is. Well, I loved her tweet the other day. She said, no, Chuck Schumer, we're not trying to separate families. Uh, we're trying to separate families, illegal families, from our country because the economic – there's no compassion in destroying America economically. And this uh, study – and I'm going to post the link to this on my Facebook wall – is – it talks about how we can reduce this cost. We've been letting in 1.5 million legal immigrants per year, and the majority of them have to be under uh, – financial support, because they don't have the education, the means. And these are the people that we're bringing here legally. And that's one reason why President Trump wants a merit-based system. But this uh, study goes on to say that if we could reduce the 1.5 legal immigrants down to 150,000, we could save the U.S. taxpayers over one half a trillion dollars in the next decade. Hard to
9: believe, isn't it? it, Well, yeah, it's
3: hard to believe. Um, So, um, and Ann Coulter encourages people to. um, uh, There is obviously immigration bills are going to be discussed, and she wants people to um, go for the zero net moratorium because we've got about 150 thousand people leaving America every year. If we keep it to 150 thousand coming here legally, that's the net moratorium that she's calling for, and she suggests everyone calls their congressional. Um, switchboard number is 202. Call your congressman, 202-224-3121 and demand that they cut the legal immigration as well in addition to building the wall and sealing the border and ask for those coming here for asylum because they changed the laws allowing people to come to the border for asylum instead of the embassy in their own country. That's why we've got this flood of people. So we need to to turn. That's the law that we need changed. We don't need the law changed to where we can just keep families together and bring them here in this country. That's not the solution that we need. Correct, Bob?
9: I agree. It's just got to stop. You just got to draw a line.
3: Yeah, you have to. Because, you know, there's billions of people around the world, and we cannot in this country support them all financially. It will literally destroy us. Got to shift gears because in the other way um, that the left is trying to destroy the fabric of our nation is not just through open borders but culturally and socially through the use of our children. And it's uh, all part of the cultural Marxist game, and I was really disturbed. It was actually – Uh, I immediately emailed Bob as as soon as I got this story. I was actually asked to do a segment on One America News for it. That um, a college has a website, and I think it's UC Berkeley. and It's it's,
9: uh, Santa Barbara, University of California, Santa Barbara.
3: Yeah, um, you know, coastal crazy here in California. (laughs) Basically telling parents, instructing parents to teach their 4- to 7-year-olds that pornography is good, that it's normal. Now, they, they couch a disclaimer in this by saying, oh, well, we're not encouraging parents to show their kids porn. Well, then how would kids know that pornography is good? They don't. A child doesn't know what the word pornography means.
9: I agree. It just, it, it just says, shows the level to which the, the left, as they're trying to control and indoctrinate kids in the schools, they're reaching down to the kindergarten, 10th graders, 7th graders, young people. They have them think pornography is okay. Gender identity is something you can choose and select whenever you want to. There's a lot of really destructive thoughts that are being spread on these campuses.
3: Well, yeah, it's about sexualizing children. It's a part of the grand cultural Marxist scheme to where they want to destroy the very fabric of our nation, which was built on Judeo-Christian principles that involved traditional marriage, monogamy. It involved children being children. It involved children not being able to consent for sex with somebody. It involved, uh, you know, until they were, you know, at least 17, I think is the average age of consent. It involved parents controlling when the child learned about the birds and the bees. It involved the parents, you know, uh, making decisions on whether or not their uh, daughter or son could have, when they could have sex and whether or not there could be an abortion if there was a pregnancy out of wedlock. This article goes on to talk about teaching children that pornography is normal. Um, so again, they're basically telling the parent to introduce pornography to the child. I guess they find the child playing doctor, right, Bob? And they d- and the parent is supposed to sit them down and show right. them pornography. I mean, that's it's insane. Between
9: ages of four and seven.
3: Yes. <laughs> Yes. And they start
9: playing sexually with each other as kids. So so it's alleged. I don't really think that's the case. No,
3: this, what they're trying to do is they're trying, this is about replacing God with state. It's about replacing parents with state. It's about, it's about transforming this country into their Marxist utopia where there's no right and wrong. They, they want children, you know, that, we we don't allow children in this country, Bob, to decide what they're going to eat for dinner or they would be choosing Pop-Tarts. But we've got people like this saying that children should be watching porn. The article goes on to say that children and adolescents should be able to decide when they have sex. These are the same people that then think that a child should be able to go to the nurse at 13 and be taken off property without parents' consent for abortion. These are the same people that think that five-year-olds ought to be able to decide to change their gender and go on experimental life-changing drugs. Right?
9: That's true. What's next? It's, it's, it's the same people. Look at the scout jamboree coming up this summer, Boy Scout. Now it's called just scouts because they got the girls on it. And they're putting out condominiums. These are 12 to 14, 15-year-old boys. What, why is the condominiums being spread throughout the jamboree officially?
3: Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's like, it's,
9: where does this end? God.
3: Well, where it ends is I, I think they don't want any – there's no morality. They don't want any morality. Mm-hmm. they don't. certainly not on any traditional basis. And what's next is pedophilia. I believe, actually, the person that you talked about, you were the one who actually mentioned on the show to me about the guy running for Congress who was an admitted pedophile on the East Coast. And I think he actually won his primary.
9: He did win his primary. We
3: let that sink. You Y'all should see DJ Carrot Sticks face. Let that sink in that this is how far the left's cultural Marxist movement has gone in this country to where an admitted pedophile has won a primary. Now I would like to think that no conservative voted for him so it's got to be the crazy liberals who you know think that anything goes and that's really the society that they're pushing for and we've got to take this back here in San Diego we had parents pushing back at the school district say no this this uh 6th grade curriculum that the, that you've put forth with um porn pornographic cartoons that are so bad that local news couldn't even play them with characters named Julie Melons and Miles Long that you're not going to you no you're not going to teach this to our kids no that's what we need to do right bob
9: you do you've got to stand up or we're going to lose it we will lose it if we don't draw the line
3: yeah i mean we you know i i you know these school districts. Final thoughts. Uh, you've written the book, Ameri- uh, Facing Reality in American Education. You've been dealing with the school unions. You've been dealing with these school districts. Um, do you believe that if parents continue to push back like, we, like they did here in San Diego, that, that we can actually start getting some of this curriculum out of our schools?
9: I do, because I'll tell you, most school board members are, are weak sisters. They really are. And if they had a community group that stood in their face and, and objected to what they're doing on a certain program like this, they would retreat from it. I've seen it repeatedly. But you got to stand up to it and go to these meetings or it won't happen.
3: And I think everybody should start going to these meetings, not even just parents, because this cultural movement affects us all. It affects every one of us here.
9: It does. And, and do the research before you go into the meeting. Yes. You can get, get it all from the web to see what they're up to.
3: Good point. Good point. Bob Walters, the book is – I'm going to show it right here on Facebook Live. Everybody can see it. Facing Reality and American Education. All right, stay tuned, uh, Andrea K. Show listeners, because coming up, where's the compassion for our veterans? A shocking story about how they are being betrayed coming up.
5: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K., Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan,
6: then the state, not you will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is Tax and Estate Planning Attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to 66000 dollars in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858
7: The digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free. To everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11
5: to 88988. Sun Garden Terrace license number 374603437.
0: Francis had been serving as a missionary for 56 years and felt the same love at Sun Garden
4: Terrace. When I walked in, I noticed that the clients and the staff had a very good relationship.
0: Residents like Francis love all the activities, entertainment and of course the food.
4: The food is an awful lot and uh, I like to go to the art for everybody. You don't have to know anything. We have Bible classes. A lot of people come to sing every month, sometimes twice like rhinestone grannies, and um, our laundry's done and put away, and my granddaughter said, I'd like to live here. I could have my clothes put away.
0: Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619 464 CARE. AM 1170, The Answer.
5: You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show. 888 344 1170. We got a few minutes left in the show. I could squeeze in a call. Shout out to Tom, who says that he moved from Julian to Idaho and he's listening. Thank you so much. I appreciate that um oh laura bush and her op-ed oh it's just heartbreaking it's immoral uh what's happening um you know with, as we you know border patrol uh you know i guess uh, provide diapers for children at the border meanwhile you know what's heartless you know where there, there's no compassion where's her op-ed for how veterans are treated there's an article that came out today gotten very little publicity it has to do with the um Retirement homes for VA. Did you guys know that the VA actually has retirement homes for veterans? Uh, We hear about scandals involving the VA hospitals themselves, but it's just as bad in their retirement homes. And come to find out, the VA now bans the release of reports documenting problems in VA homes. Like a problem like in 2009 in Pittsburgh that involved a veteran's leg that had to be amputated after an infection and his foot went untreated for so long that his toes turned black and attracted maggots. That's kind of crap happening in our VA retirement homes. Um, the, uh, under pressure from this article says under pressure from journalists, the VA uh, revealed star ratings of nearly half of its homes. The Boston Globe and USA Today report that they show the rankings of nine in nine of 11 measures are worse than private nursing homes. We're talking about getting, uh, one star for quality. This is bad. We're spending trillions of dollars on illegals. Everybody's concerned about illegals while we let our veterans, people that literally Risked their lives, gave arms, gave legs, gave everything for this country, and we're allowing them to literally rot, and we're not taking care of them. Don't come to me and cry to me about illegals—people that are that are trying to force their way into this country illegally. That don't don't have any respect for the laws of the land. No, this is just an outrage. And I don't, and I haven't heard. And you know, again, the uh, the Trumps guy—he uh, took office. Man, did he did he have a mess? But, you know, and he's recently replaced the VA director and they got to get they got to get on this. They've got to put not stop letting the left control everything. The left wants open borders. No, sorry. It's like Trump said today, we cannot be a migrant camp. We can't turn ourselves into Europe. We can't afford to do that. We need to take care of our citizens first. Where is the compassion for Americans in this country? It's crazy. I'm, You know, I need to end on a feel-good story of the day. The feel-good story of the day is a Trump supporter who stood up at the end. He waited till the end. This was during, I guess, where they come out. I can't remember what it's called when they do the standing ovations or whatever. Did you hear this story, DJ Carrot Sticks? I guess Robert De Niro has a play going on in Broadway called A Bronx Tale. And um, this Trump supporter stands up at the end and his sign said, keep America great and Trump 2020. Well, you know, he was escorted out. I say, bravo to you. Um, I don't know why he was escorted out. I mean, he didn't stop anybody from taking a bow on the stage for what is, you know, no doubt an inferior product.
1: If it's the end of the play, I mean, you're leaving anyways. Right. It, look, VIP status. He got out early.
3: Exactly. To me, this dude's a hero. And not so much for the sign itself, for the, for the fact that he, you know, endured a De Niro production. But one of the, in the audience, a, a, a little Libby said, quote, it's sad that people can't enjoy a beautiful show and embrace its unifying message without politicizing it well you know what we all sure loved how the cast of Hamilton chose to politicize a production and try to shame and attack Vice President Pence who all he wanted to do was come and sit and listen to a beautiful show with a unifying message about our founding fathers instead they chose that moment the Hamilton cast did to try to to try to shame him the shame was on them
0: well what about De Niro politicizing the Tonys
3: exactly Exactly. So, anyway, hat tip to that dude. And hat tip to everybody watching and listening today. Love you all. I'll be right back here tomorrow night at 6. And thank you, DJ Kieran's Dukes.
1: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.